0: chapter thirteen of the backwash of war by Ellen Newbold Lamotte. This the recording of the the public domain. the Thirteen: An Incident. At the intersection of the Rue de the and the Boulevard Saint-Germain rises the statue of Claude rising like a rock in the midst of the stream of traffic and like a rock splitting the stream and diverting it into currents which flow east and west north and south smoothly and without collision in guiding the stream of traffic and directing its orderly flow the statue of claude shop was greatly assisted by the presence of an agent de police with a picturesque cape and a picturesque sword and who controls the flow of vehicles with as much precision as a london policeman although there are those who profess that a london policeman is the only one who understands the business before the war when the omnibuses ran the agent de police was always on duty, since the war, when the Paris omnibuses are all at the front, carrying meat to the soldiers, there are certain times during the day when the whole responsibility for traffic regulation falls upon the statue of shop. It was at one of these times when shop was standing head in air as usual, and failed to regard the comings and goings of the street, that this incident occurred down on the quay, an officer of the french army stepped into a little victoria a shabby little voiture de place which trotted him up the rue de bac and then essayed to take him along the boulevard saint germain to the minister de la guerre coming along the boulevard in the opposite direction was a little lad of fifteen bending low over the handlebars of a tricycle delivery wagon the box of which contained enough kilos to have taxed a strong man or an old horse men are scarce in paris however and the little delivery boy who could not possibly have been available for the army for another three years was doing a man's work, or a horse's work, as you please. The French are a thrifty race, and the possibilities being that the war will all be over before that time, it mattered little whether this particular boy developed a hernia, or tuberculosis, or any other malady which might unfit him for future military service. At present he was earning money for his patron, which was all that really mattered so the little boy on the tricycle head down ran squarely into the horse of the shabby victoria conveying the french officer and the agent de police was absent and the statue of claude shop stood as usual head in air quite a melee ensued the old horse which should long ago have been in a butcher's shop avoided the tricycle with true french thrift but stepped squarely upon the face of the little boy sprawling under its hoofs another hoof planted itself on the fingers of the boy's right hand war itself could not have been more disastrous the youth rose to his feet screaming the cabby cursed a crowd collected and the officer in the little carriage leaned back and twirled the ends of his neat moustache the agent de police, who should have been on duty at the statue, arrived hastily from a nearby café. He always took two hours off for lunch, in good Parisian fashion, and he was obliged on this occasion to cut his lunch hours short by fifteen minutes. Everyone was frightfully annoyed, but no one was more annoyed than the officer in the cab on his way to the Minister of War he was so annoyed so bored that he sat imperturbable one arm lying negligently on the back of the seat the fingers of the other hand caressing the cross of the legion of honour upon his breast his eyes rolled upwards as if seeking the aeroplane which was not at that moment flying over paris the cabby got down from his seat and with much vociferation called upon the officer to witness that it was not his fault the crowd which had not witnessed the accident crowded round the policeman giving testimony to what they had not seen the sobbing boy was led into a chemist's still the people did not disperse they pressed round the cab and began shouting to the disinterested officer the officer who cared not where the old horse had stepped the officer who continued to loll back against the shabby cushions to look upward at the sky to remain indifferent to the taximeter which skipped briskly from eighty-five centimes to ninety-five centimes and continued ticking on women crowded round the cab regarding its occupant was this one who commanded their sons at the front who had therefore seen so much been through so much that the sight of a little boy stamped on meant nothing to him had he seen so much suffering en gros that it meant nothing to him en detail? or was this his attitude to all suffering was this the nation's attitude to the suffering of their sons or was this officer one who had never been to the front an ambusquet, one of the protected ones who occupied soft snaps in the rear safe places from which to draw their pay the crowd increased every minute they speculated volubly they surrounded the cab voicing their speculations they finally became so unbearable that the officer's boredom vanished his annoyance became such his impatience at the delay became such that he slid down from the shabby cushions, and without paying his fare, disappeared in the direction of the Ministère de la Guerre. End of chapter 13 End of The Backwash of War, The Human Wreckage of the Battlefield, As Witnessed by an American Hospital Nurse, by Ellen N. Lamont.